Just come to Facebook, hang out with us. To you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Uh. Whose happy birthday is it? Content Profit, yeah. Happy, happy birthday to you. Yes. Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. Where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. That's right. So go to contentsprofit.com and join the community. That's right. Also, we want to have fun with you. So that's why you should go there. (laughs) You're skipping too many things, but it's okay. Because today, I'm in a good mood. Why am I in a good mood? Uh, I don't think it's because you've had food because you haven't had food yet. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not hangry, which is good. I know, but that's good. I am happy because it is the content is profit two year anniversary. Let's go. Yes, actually, to the day, I think, right? Like, I mean, literally, to the day. To the day. March. Uh, 18th is a content this profit anniversary. This is when we published our very first episode. What uh, tables have changed quite a bit, or what the, what? I mean, literally, we've had plenty <laughs> of tables where we've done the show, but yeah, it has been a journey. Yeah, it has been quite a journey, and uh, congrats, man. I mean, congrats. This has been one of the most like cons- consistent things that we've ever done, and I think is one of the best things that we've ever done. So I know. Thank you for those moments that you pushed me to do the episodes when I didn't want to do the episodes. Same. I think it was like two out of 200 and something. I know. I think we have a, a, <laughs> a good streak going on. We did full transparency. We did miss a few episodes. We took a break once in a while. But honestly, looking back at it, 257 episodes in two years, three episodes a week, countless conversations, amazing, valuable lessons. Yeah. What a journey. What else have you done 257 times? Um, I don't know. Something that we cannot <laughs> disclose <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> what is up, what RJ? A good Ooh, question. Yeah. Let's uh, switch it up. <laughs> Curveball right there. Let's go somewhere else. RJ, how you doing? By the way, uh, RJ, massive shout out to you, my man, because you also have an incredible show with interviews and you, you've been crushing awesome consistency. Yes. And I think that's what's fun about the Content Profit community. Everybody that has been joining, uh, it's on the, the freaking crushing. The freaking I, crushing. Yeah, absolutely. But before we start with the actual episode, what we're going to talk about today, first of all, yes. is we're going to be sharing the one lesson that each one of us has from the journey. Not our favorite lesson from all the guests, because honestly, so many is it's difficult to choose. We, we have a full encyclopedia of books that are we we talked about releasing. Yeah, the content is profit <laughs> encyclopedia is gonna come out eventually. Yeah. But I think we've learned a lot also through the whole process. Yeah, and we're gonna explore those lessons. But before we do that, and we need to sing happy birthday. No, it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> nope, not right now. I thought that was what we're, we're gonna, gonna get do. banned from the platform. We don't know if we can actually license that thing. But anyways, if wow. you wanna listen it was, to it was a fun on. music, if you wanna listen to us <laughs> sing it, uh, just go join the community. Go join the community. <laughs> follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Co. Luis D. Camejo or Luis Camejo V. Luis Da. Luis Luis da. da. I don't even know your Instagram. Come on, I, Luis Da Camejo. I don't, even, I don't even follow you. Just just put Luis and then the, <laughs> the more handsome one uh, you can add. Anyways, uh, uh, you. you can. Uh, you can. <laughs> can we? Okay, let's just end the episode. This is, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. You know, what's happening? Yeah, this is like a roasting do, do, session. Do you need to go eat? I, I, need, I need food. I need food. Yeah, um, we're roasting each other on a two-year anniversary. Let's go. 
What's a good, what's a, your most, your, your better set or, wow, your better lesson. My better lesson. Your better lesson. My, the, your, the, 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 my main takeaway. The, the main takeaway of um, producing a, a show that has 257 episodes, that has been running for two years, has been the main pillar on how do we build relationships. Yeah. It's actually difficult to just have one. So I'm just going to share the, the ones that come to my mind right oh. now. I have a few actually that I thought previously, but then as we as we speak, I'm like, there's so many. I cannot just pick one. Can, can you pick one and then I'll go with uh, another one? We do one? one and one. Yes. All right. Choke the mic. Choke the mic. Uh, Hashtag choke the mic. <laughs> so lesson number one, obviously, we've talked about this a lot, but is the value that comes with consistency. So many times we. I mean, the, the message right now in the market a lot is the strategies, the tactics, do this and that, and then you're going to get results. That quick win mindset, that is very dangerous at the end of the day. We need that compounding interest, long-term action, mm. and that is what we've done with the podcast, and the results speak for itself, right? I yeah. mean, we did have a few quick wins, don't get me wrong, when we started, which was absolutely amazing. And yeah. it really helped us with the motivation to keep going. Yeah, That was very key. But at the end of the day, we, th there was actually moments where we saw no results whatsoever. Yeah. But we stuck with it. And then we built some incredible relationships. We've grown our business because yeah. of some of those relationships that we've built. And significantly. We have an incredible announcement Ooh. that is coming next week, yeah. March 23rd. Put it in your calendar. And it's all thanks to sticking with it and being consistent. That's right. And that's massive. That's like a potential. Can, should I say the number? Because like I think like with like uh, this world of internet markers, how can we measure success? For us, obviously, consistency is a mag one. I'm not going to say a number. It's massive. Yeah. The, and by massive, he's... He's just saying massive number. What is he talking about? He's talking about potential profits for the show, for the business. There's actually a great opportunity that came our way. We're very, very excited. We're going to share it again. Yeah. March 23rd. Uh, thank you, Bum. Really appreciate it. Um, make sure you <laughs> put it in you. your calendar. March 23rd, we're going to be sharing the news. Right. Uh, maybe we'll have a special show for that day. Something a little bit longer than the usual hour. Um, yeah. Our team is going to love repurposing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a submission. Uh, anyways. Okay. Um, you stole my answer because consistency has probably been one of my favorite things to talk about and, and do it. But um, I think the change of perspective, when we first started the show, we started it with a, and we've, we've fought this for a long time, the, the scarcity mindset, right? We mm. started the show from a place of fear from a place of yep. crap. We have 60 days. What are we going to do? And even though that was a great motivator uh, to get it going, um, I don't think it was probably the right space, like mind space to, yeah. to do it. Um, and then because of the immediate thing was like the cash, right? We talk about the fastest path to cash on a business side. Obviously we need cash flow to, to survive. Absolutely. Yes. But at the same time, it can constrain you with the potential of what a publishing platform can do for you. So to me, the relationships that we've been able to build have been nothing uh, but sorry. a crop. I, I feel like either I'm losing audio right now or uh, I'm going deaf. I, I, I can hear you just You fine. can hear me fine? All yeah. right, cool. I'm sorry. Um, it's fine. We, we're not going to miss you if, if you go away. <laughs> um, but yeah. The, that was the, so dark. <laughs> If you go away from the podcast, let me okay, try okay, okay, okay. Thank you. I no, appreciate I'm that. I'm kidding. I've actually thought about that. I actually thought, I'm like, what if Fonzie 
travels the world and uh, we cannot do this because his energy level is not the right energy level like we've done in the past. Tangent alert. <laughs> Tangent alert. Let's get back. Let's okay. get back on track. Okay. Uh, back on track. So um, the relationships, right? Like at first, uh, and I know it sounds fluffy and it's funny because when we talk about this with where, whether that's a client or we're on a discovery call or somebody and they ask us about the value of the podcast and how to measure success. And this is always one of the things that I mentioned at the very beginning. And uh, a lot of people try to measure success attaching something with uh, money, right? Like how much is that relationship worth? Who cares, right? Like for us, uh, we decided to go into the approach of we're going to build these relationships if it feels good. Uh, if you know, obviously we do our research, we know kind of about 80% what we're getting into with the conversations. There's some people that have been on the show that, um, some of them maybe were somebody different than we thought they were, but we've never had any issues. And for those that are really positive relationships have always resulted in something positive for the business, whether that's referral, working together, uh, deals, partnerships, different things that Honestly, have helped us. Having the coolest friends ever. Yes. And we talk about that with, with Justin on his podcast, right? Yeah. He asked us, I don't remember the exact question, but it was kind of like, what do you want out of the podcast? And he's like, dude, we just want cool friends. Yeah. And it's funny. I have the analogy the other day. It's like, uh, you know, for those that play soccer or football, um, there was a discussion about changing the rules of the game uh, a, a couple of years back and they introduced like this technology to call fouls and different things. And a lot of people were against that because it was breaking the um, kind of like the tradition mm -hmm. of, of, of the sport, right? The randomness sometimes of those decisions. Yes, there was some room for corruption, different things like in games, whatever they were buying decisions. But anyways, there was a lot of friction there and there's a conversation happening in the podcasting world of the metrics and how hard it is to grow a podcast or how hard it is to measure success on the podcast. Uh, how can we do it? And that's maybe when, if you're a business, try to go into this into this publishing platform vehicle, it's, it's sometimes hard to make a decision because of that reason, because it's no so connected to metrics and different things, right? I vote for leave it as is because it's such a pure way to communicate, to build relationships, and you completely detach for any kind of metrics that could potentially build a wall between you and a great relationship. So uh, keep it as is. I think that's so important. We actually um, we had a, a, a meeting last Wednesday and uh, with a podcast producer that are doing a show for a tech company. And it's funny because when we ask, one of the first things that we ask normally is like, what is the goal of your content? How do you like, how do you measure success? And the answer that they gave us was, we want to take over the world. <laughs> and I thought that was such a cool answer because there's so many ways to take over the world in a very positive way. And uh, it was not attached to any metrics of downloads, any metrics of performance, right? Because at the end of the day, if we see that, we're going to make decisions, ba sorry, based off of that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe the essence of the show or the essence of the personalities, the essence of the message will change like we've seen in many other ways. So I can continue down that rabbit hole, but I want to turn it back to Fonzi. Fonzi, what's another one? Thank you for throwing me the ball back. I'm trying to like put some quotes as we speak, you know, trying something different here for a two-year anniversary. Sure. Let people know what the lessons are. <laughs> now, my next lesson is... Do it your way. Oh, that's Ooh. good. That's right. I'm right here. Do it your way. What do I mean with that? 
Well, when we started the show, we knew that we wanted to do something a little yeah. bit different. We just didn't want to sit down and maybe like make it boring. Yeah. But at the same time, we didn't know exactly what we wanted to do. As the show progressed, we started discovering the value of bringing guests, right? But not just bringing them in a very formal way, but actually having fun with them and having a conversation rather than just an interview, right? We're like, oh yeah, let's let's lean more, more into this. Like we don't want to just ask questions and then sit there and, and we, we want to have a exciting conversation, right? Yeah. Uh, we want to pop jokes once in a while in there, right? Maybe slightly offend the guests to see how they react. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but you slightly you know, offend me sometimes, Fancy. I can slightly offend you. Yeah, that's fine. You can slightly offend me too. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Um, you know, then we started discovering, oh, let's do epic intros where we make them laugh and they're having a good time, right? So yeah. all these things are things that we did it our way. We didn't actually like picked it up from any other shows. Sure, there's ideas or like triggers from other things that we learned like, wow, like that's a good idea. That would be cool. And then we are, how can we make it our own? And the story that resonates the most, the most with this is, and we've shared this on the podcast plenty of times, but is when we were in that mastermind and we were sitting down listening to one of our mentors. We love him, right? But at the same time, we understood that, wow, people obviously teach based on their experience and, and what they know. And that necessarily is not always the right answer, right? It could be the right answer for many, don't get me wrong, but it's yeah. not always, there, there could always be a different way. And we ask him, okay, we're gonna start producing, right? We're gonna start creating content. Who should be the attractive character of the business? Uh, is it the two of us? Do we need to pick one? And he thought about it for a little bit. I think it was a situation that he's not used to. And I don't think anybody in that room was used to that situation because most people, I feel like they try to grow their business on their own and then they bring a partner or something, but they're still the main character. And the two of us, I feel like we are the main characters of Base Bros and Content is Profit. That was, so a, that was a fist bump for those listening. Yeah, for those, we just <laughs> fist bump pretty epically. Uh, or rings connected uh, at the exact point of epicness. Now, uh, we asked that question and or awesome mentor. He was like, well, I think you guys should pick some one of you. One of you should be the attractive character. Yeah. And we were like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. No, no worries. But then when we started publishing, we decided to just go the two of us. We're like, ah, it's probably going to be easier, right? We're just going to start talking, having a conversation. Let's check it out. And as it evolves, one of the main comments that we receive from guests and from listeners are that they love the dynamic between the two of us. They, mm. they, they tell us, like, I love the fact that you're brothers and you're doing this together, right? I don't think nobody ever has mentioned like, oh, wow, you should probably do the show by yourself. <laughs> I don't think you're more talented than your brother and you should have your own, no, your own no. show. Even though everybody knows that I should have my own show. No, not that you know, <laughs> I might or might not. You know, I can't confirm or deny I've you're had those conversations. You already have a no, show. You, you have one <laughs> of those. I already have an undercover show. That <laughs> you have one of those like faceless, faceless shows. Uh, that'd be pretty funny. That would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I would support you if you do that, just so you know. I, would, I wouldn't be devastated or anything. I'll be like, let's go, bro. We talked a little bit about it, about uh, Morning Fire. Yeah, Morning I wanted Fire. I to do it at 4 a.m. I mean, I would potentially have coffee serendipity, right? Serendipitous hey. coffee. Hey. I, I think we can we can eventually, you know, kind of like... Try those things. I yeah. know. Somebody... Uh, Deeper toes into some different waters. I had a meeting today uh, with somebody that's potentially going to help us in the business. And uh, 
she was like, what's what's the vision, right? And I'm like, oh, man, we've had this question lately a lot. Uh, Justin's show, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with the shows, we have, like, five shows down the pipeline that we really want to go execute and, and crush it, right? We have yeah. – I'm not going to actually mention the, the ideas, but it's there. Like, the full concept is ready to go on rock and roll. We just need to deploy the system, right? Um, but, again, we haven't done it because – Next week on the 23rd is a massive announcement that we have to share with everybody. So stay tuned. Come join us live. All right. You good, Fonz? You done with your quote? Yeah, that was mine. Do it. Your Oh, no, I'm not done with the quote. But <laughs> I was going to say that that's my next yeah. lesson was do it your way. And no matter what, like just be yourself. At yes. the end of the day, yes, there's plenty of formats, plenty of things you can do out there. And I think sometimes we are so overwhelmed with the how. How should I do this? that we forget kind of like or who who am i and how do i want to show up in here and then just do it that way and i'm full transparency we weren't like that from the beginning i feel at the beginning we might have been you know like everybody else says it awkward yeah. at points but we're still I, awkward. I, I, yeah we're still super awkward <laughs> but I, I i do feel that we gain our confidence yeah faster honestly because of the reps and I haven't got the sweaty pits in a while, so that's progress. Good deal tonight. Yeah, I, I, maybe we get a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> the we, we get a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, personally, I think the reason why we get sweaty pits is because I was nervous of what I was sharing. Ooh, and that's yeah, deep. Yeah, literally, that's why I get sweaty pits is because I get nervous of oh, what other people are gonna say about me? What are they gonna have you, have think about my the, comments? Have you read your fucking moment? My fucking moment. I, I don't think I reached my, my full on embrace fucking moment, but I do feel good. And my sweaty pits feel great. My no, <laughs> my my non-sweaty pits Your non-sweaty pits feel great. Yeah. Awesome. I'm sure uh, the shirts too. Yeah, no, the shirts love it. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So quick recap. We have lesson one, you know, the value, the value of consistency, your mm -hmm. relationships, do it your way. And then for me, and I think maybe we can wrap up with this two and two. Um, is remove the friction. Um, I think that has been the difference of us executing so consistently most of the weeks, three times a week, um, is because we decided to build it, obviously listening to funds it our way, but also identifying on the production level these elements that will add friction to the process and will prevent us from putting this message out there. So what are some examples? When we first started the show, uh, Bruce and Bros, uh, we had two cameras. We still had to edit. We had to like per the audio with the video. We didn't know how to do that. We had to do a full hour setup. Uh, all these things that prevented us for for from recording more than five episodes. A lot of people start, and like with that mentioned, with that story that Fonzie mentioned, can be easily overwhelmed because they see these big productions, big podcasts that have massive reach. Uh, for good reasons, because they have been consistent. They have been doing it themselves. They have great relationships, right? So they see all these setups, these tools, these things. And yeah, granted, if you see our our, our thing right now, you see a Rodecaster Pro right at the beginning. By the way, we're not affiliates, even though we would love to be affiliates. Please send us equipment. Um, these awesome mics. But literally, this was a one-time investment that sat in the closet for a full year because it was so much friction, right? But those are tools that you can leverage. No, but it, the friction was not the tools. Exactly. The friction was the way we were using them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that good. Thank you, Fancy. Uh, you know, kind of like communication. That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but for us, the elements that add friction 
was we had to sit down after the show and edit this thing. We have to sit down after the show mm-hmm. and chop it up. We have to sit down yep. after this thing and match the audio. We're like, okay, wh- how can we set it up? So we literally jump on the table in camera, talk about what we want to talk, and then do post-production legit in five minutes, right? Because it could potentially take five minutes. It doesn't because we have other steps in there that ha- we've built over time. But at the very beginning, that helped us big time. But it was like, okay, it's live. At least we published the live episode. Worst case scenario, the, the show is up, right? Yeah. And so. then we literally transfer the audio as is. So that was a conscious decision. So as you explore either creating your show or improving your show, identify those friction points that don't allow you to produce. For example, another example is a client that we're about to start helping, which we're very grateful for. I can't name who they are, but they're massive. They're awesome. Uh recently they came up with a lot of friction in their own process mm-hmm. one key player left and uh the whole process went downhill tumble down tumble down yeah and uh, fractured every single bone um so but it was because we started identifying what happened and it was there was a lot of friction there was a lot of steps um in some cases they were o- over complicating a lot of the things and uh, we we're going back to basics with them and hopefully get them back on track, on schedule, and leveraging a lot of the things that they already do. So think about those elements. What are those? Uh, let us know in the comments. Come into the community. Share them yeah. with everybody. And I feel like Remove the Friction has become a like mantra of sorts for things that we do now. We try to like simplify, right? And at the end of the day, we are usually our, worst, our own worst enemies. And we just over like to overcomplicate everything. Oh. And I'm not. And I'm not saying we as just you and I. Like I'm talking about humans Human in beings. general. Yeah. Like yeah. we just want to overcomplicate anything when in reality we can make it very simple. Cut down the amount of steps, a big chunk, and then actually just take action. That was a solid episode, Fonzie. I know. I liked it. I think we should end with a happy birthday song. No. Here, here's my proposal. Let's end it with a happy birthday song, the one that you have on your phone, because I, I think it's good. If I don't know what the minute and is. And then if, if if we feel it might get, you know, uh, pulled out of the platform, I just switch it up with a different outro. I lost it. There's so no. many. Yeah. Uh, is that one? Is that one? Is this one? Yeah, yeah, but you got to get the, the right minute. I don't remember the minute. I can't remember the right minute. But anyways, okay, full recap before I try this. Uh, there was actually a point that I wanted to kind of like wrap this around which is my brother was talking about removing the friction and i wanted to help you listening right now if you're asking yourself how do i remove the friction right or what are the next steps if i actually want to launch my show leverage my show to build these amazing relationships you need to learn a little bit about the the publishing pyramid which talks about all this right the the publishing pyramid is literally the framework that came from reflecting on our publishing journey we started looking back and we started seeing, huh, this is where we tried to achieve things yeah. where actually we realized more, most people try to operate at that level. And then we were trying to just complicate everything. Instead, we decided to start at the very bottom of the, pub- of the publishing pyramid, which is with the messaging, right? And our motto became quality of the message over quality of the production, yeah. just so we yeah. could put the stuff out there. And guess what? Eventually... The resources came our way. But it, I'm gonna rephrase that. It didn't come our way. We look for the resources. Go, go, to, look, go listen to the last episode. What Funnel Land doesn't tell you, it, it has to do with this. Yeah, absolutely. But okay. that's what I mean. We actually increase our resources and yes. then we could invest more into the production to make it look better. And yeah, that yeah. was my point. All right, quick recap. 
the value of consistency, value of those relationships. Do it your way and remove the friction. If you have those four principles, I think we just came through a massive breakthrough on things on the show as well, like that goes along the publishing pyramid. I think these four principles are really, really important when you start a, a publishing platform mm -hmm. like this one, which by the way, we have the six-figure platform training available now. So if you want to go on a one-on-one -on -one or a group environment, let us know. Send us a DM with 6FP uh, right on BizRes, and we're going to try to do this thing. Fonzie, you ready? Let's see if I can get it. Well, one second. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here with us in this journey. Let's go. Is this it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I love this song. Let's go. Oh, boy. If you are listening to this, first of all, thank you for being part of the journey. This is a happy birthday song that we just found in SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, Hopefully my, it doesn't get flagged. It's in my class. Oh, yeah. I'm it, ready it for us to like my class. Hey, hey, if you hey, want to see hey. us dancing, just... Just come to Facebook, hang out with us. To you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday uh. to you. Whose happy birthday is it? Content's profit, yeah. Happy, happy birthday to you. Yes. Happy birthday to you, my friend. 257 episodes. Yeah. That's definitely not my forte. We're not going to wrap here. <laughs> no, no, just close it down with that music. We're heading out, guys. Thank you so much for being part of the journey. We love you all. We love you all. Stay tuned. Come in. Hang out with us on the 23rd. Have an incredible rest of your week. Let's oh, go. Yeah. See ya. That was a pretty epic song. Just got just to throw that out there. That was good.